0: Welcome to Small Business, Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Esther Rands is an apprentice solicitor with Rands Solicitors, a family-run law firm based in North Lincolnshire. Esther says that networking has been invaluable to their business particularly in terms of building up a network of trusted suppliers to whom they can outsource some of their tasks thank you very much for being my podcast guest today esther
1: no worries thank you so much for having me
0: now i think you're possibly the youngest guest that i've had so far on the podcast but even so i know you've already had a bit of a change of career path tell me what it was you started out doing
1: So originally I trained to be a fashion designer, um, something I started at 18 and then stopped at 21 and changed to law and to be fair it's the best change I've ever made.
0: (laughs) That's a really big change. What was it that that drew you to fashion in the first place?
1: I, I suppose I've always been quite creative, it was always something that I was drawn more to than academically um, so it was something I always concentrated on at school, did all the creative choices I could, worked and worked and worked to get to that point where I could be go to fashion school. Mm. Went to fashion school, and um, when I was eighteen, and it it, it it stayed there really, and it was always something I really wanted. And then, just one one day, something changed, <laughs> and here I am in law. <laughs> so what made you want to switch to law then? Um, a bit crazy really, um, I ne- never never intended on being a lawyer, never intended on training to go to law school or anything. It was in my first summer after my first year of my fashion degree, worked in my previous law firm, was, was actually only supposed to be there for a week to cover, to help, ended up staying the entire summer and then stayed on for another three and a half years. So it was a bit of a crazy change really um, and during that summer, Things weren't working out in my fashion degree, and my mum, who is also a lawyer, she was like, "Why don't you just convert your degree your your degree to law?" And, to fin- fit, admittedly, did finish the fashion degree, and then after that, started the apprenticeship on the um, the solicitor apprenticeship. So, and it's gone from there, really.
0: So, when when did you start um, in law? How long have you been been in this field now?
1: Oh, close to four years. I started when I was nineteen. I'm now twenty three. So I've not been in it a great deal, but a lot has happened the amount of the time I have been in it.
0: <laughs> and you must have had quite a good insight into the into the field of law since your mum's already working in, in, in law herself.
1: Oh, always. I mean, my entire life, my mum's been a lawyer. She's been a, th- um, a lawyer for 30 odd years. So I've always, always been involved. And to be fair, I think initially that was probably why I never wanted to be a lawyer. <laughs> um, <laughs> But something just clicked and it changed. Um, so, yeah, I've always been involved, always been around the law, um, whether it be knowing my mum's professional contacts or just knowing people within other businesses and other lawyers, really.
0: Mm. And so you now work with your mum and also your sister, don't you? You're all in business together. What, what made you set that, that family business up?
1: so it's a, it's a bit of a bit of a weird one really how how ran solicitors came about came from quite what was a difficult time in our in our lives both per- personally and professionally mm. um It's always a dream my mum's had um the opportunity just never arose mm. um like i mentioned i I never wanted to be a solicitor, so my mum never had that continuity and same goes for my sister, I wanted to be a fashion designer she wanted to be a vet. So my mum never thought she had that continuity to, to start mm. a family business and then it it'd go for forever, really. Um, so when when we did, perfect, and then the opportunity arose and we took it, it, al- it almost became like a passion project for us during that difficult time and it was really like a light at the end of a tunnel.
0: Mm. And and when was that? When was the business actually started?
1: Um, the business was started in November 22, Um we became a, like an entity in, in the July, um, and then started trading in November.
0: So you're still very new, then, aren't you?
1: Yes, I think we're <laughs> we're into our like sixth month of trading or something, something crazy.
0: And how, how's it going so far?
1: <laughs> Amazingly, honestly, it was such a worry starting the business wow. up, um, but the amount, the amazing response we've had, honestly, like I sometimes can't even put it into words how amazing it how amazingly it's gone for us it's it's crazy it's absolutely blown our minds <laughs> and are you based from home we are currently so we're based in Wathem currently based from our home office um which in which was an, an initial idea and um, with the hope to grow quite quickly and it it's nice to know we have actually got that in train so hopefully we'll be at another office very very soon
0: Fantastic,
1: and and what's it
0: like working with your mum and your sister?
1: Oh, I get this question all the time, <laughs> I bet. and nine times nine times out of ten, I always give the same answer. Um, not many people can say they work with two of the people they love most in the world, whereas I can. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say it's all sunshines and rainbows <laughs> every day, because it's not. We're three very different people with three very different ideas. But the best thing that binds us all together is that we all have the same want and outcome for the business. Mm. We only want the business to grow and expand and whatever's best for the business, we will always come together on. Yeah, yeah, Oh that's great. So how does the apprenticeship programme work? So it's, it's a little different to the usual route in the apprenticeship the apprenticeship includes training whilst on the job and then you also do your degree alongside. So I'm a second year law student technically, but only do it once a week from especially and it's all from home or online. It's it's ideal really to work it around my actual job. Mm. So it's a six-year-long programme, you do four years of your degree, and then the last two years are your solicitor qualifying examinations. Mm-hmm. Um so it's it's a bit similar to the ordinary route, but you've just got so much more experience in the field mm. rather than all that academic experience. I'm not saying we don't have the academic experience, we get that a lot alongside. We just have a great deal amount more of physical working. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I suppose one of the biggest advantages must be that you're you're not paying, you're you're being paid to, to do your, your, your qualification.
1: Absolutely. It's absolutely perfect. So the, the government pay a good chunk of it. There is a, a little fee we have to, the, our businesses, um, the, our employers have to mm-hmm. pay. Um, but we, we then, like you say, get paid a wage for doing so. It's, it's amazing. I, I don't know why more people don't do it, to be fair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so what, what's, what kind of um, law does your, your company deal with?
1: So we are primarily, fam- primarily family law specialists, Um, so we deal with everything from divorces, separations, to child arrangements, and then there's like a couple of odd other bits within that sector of law we also touch, but it is mainly the divorce, any financial issues arising out of divorce and separation, and any private children arrangements. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and do you think that you'll continue to, to focus on family law, or do you think as the business gets bigger that you might expand to other areas too?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's, um, I mean, my preferred area of law is actually wills and probate. So that is something we are really investing in and working towards and building, um, which is something that should be happening within the next couple of months. Um, but also conveyancing. Conveyancing is such a, a big area of law. Everyone, nine times out of 10, is going to need a conveyancer at least once in their life. mm mm-hmm. um, yep. So it's def it's definitely a department we are gonna grow into. The same goes for the wills and probate. So hopefully that's something within the next couple of months, years, will gr- will grow to. Anything further than that, we're not a hundred percent sure on. We're concentrating on what are our strengths currently, mm-hmm. well- and then and anything else is a bonus. Yeah. Well
0: you're only 6 months in. So you've got plenty of time to <laughs> decide what else you might oh, want absolutely. to do. Absolutely. <laughs> and and you know, do, do you have a particular favorite area of law that that, that you like to work in?
1: Yes, yeah, so wills and probate is most certainly my preferred area of law. I previously have worked in wills and probate. Um for a year and a half at a previous firm and it it's it's something that does particularly interest me it's it's so interesting to really delve into that i mean i know i've spoken to some people and they think it's a bit a bit morbid because mm-hmm. obviously it's to do with death and then the inheritance and all the estates that follow that but to me it's it's so interesting and there's so many interesting people you can you meet doing yeah. this area of law
0: yeah and and it's really important as well isn't it and something that a lot of people put off doing
1: Oh absolutely I, I read something on LinkedIn this morning like all the excuses as to why people don't have have wills and I look at it and think th- th- these are the exact reasons you need a will <laughs> Um. so I'm a massive advocate for people having wills and protecting their assets and protecting their loved ones at, at the end of the day it's it's those who struggle when the when the time does come yeah
0: now I believe your sister is also on the apprenticeship program is that right
1: She um very nearly she's due to start this September, um so she's she's working towards that she's been accepted it's it's amazing or at least she got in quite quickly, um and I think it's something she's really looking forward to, um so hopefully going from September she'll be able to start that training and just just grow from there
0: yeah and like you say you 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 can't understand why more young people don't go down the apprenticeship route so how how much contact do you have with your your university Wh- which university is it
1: it's the bpp university they have a selection of universities all around the country i'm based at the one in leeds um mm. with with the apprenticeship we don't have that the physical contact you would at a, mm-hmm. a, on a normal university degree it's, it's all online you have one in uh, one day a week where you take out from work and you, you do you do your, your law work um so not much physical contact um but online contact again it's it's once a week usually unless you've got a term where it's it's like a reading term or you're doing your portfolio so not as much as the general degree but to be fair, I'm, I'm, I'm not complaining. It's, <laughs> it, it works really well. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you don't feel that you're missing out at all by not going away to university?
1: Absolutely not. I, like I said, with my fashion degree, I've already done it and I yeah. hated it the first time. There was no way I was going to do it a second time. Um, so th- this is perfect. And to be fair, I don't know why I didn't do it the first time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so... What's um what's your mum's background? What what area of law was she working before she started her own own business?
1: She's always been a family lawyer. Mm-hmm. She's touched in other areas of law over the years, but she's she's been like I said she's been a lawyer for thirty odd years. She is a family law specialist. She's got so much knowledge, expertise in this area of law. Um Previously, she was also practicing the care work. In, not something we can currently do at the moment, mm. but it's something we're we're working towards. But she's, but the amount of cases she's taken over the years and what what are quite big cases of like the care work, um, is is amazing. She's got this this huge, like career timeline of just these cases. She's brought an amazing end to. Mm. So she, I, I mean, she's she's fabulous. Um, in this area of law, and I, I think anyone who knows my mum would also say the same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you're, you're based in in, in Wootton, but what what area do you work? In which which um, you know area do you, do you cover?
1: So we, we cover all really. Um, we cover North Links, North East Links, um, bits of Hull. We've got we've got clients in Lincoln. We've got people from Scarborough, we're we're really not confined to our one area, we've found since starting the business people will travel, they will travel for for our service really but we're we're very um, adaptable, we'll do Teams, we'll do telephone, we'll do what suits the client so realistically we could have clients from anywhere in the country and we'd still be able to do it.
0: Yeah, that's the nice thing about the internet, isn't it? That it it does open up your business to a much wider audience.
1: Oh, absolutely! It, it's fabulous. I mean, a handful of years ago, this probably never would have been a mm. thing, and we would have been very confined to to North links and North East links. But the fact that the internet has allowed us to grow the business, and to be fair, this it, it's the internet that's probably growing the business so quickly. Mm. Um, is that we can gain all these clients from all over the country. Yeah.
0: Now let's have a chat about networking now. Um, Are you the one that does the networking for your business?
1: So it's it's a mix of us all, really. So there's five in the team and we try to equalise it out of who goes. Um, So it it really does depend on who's available and who really wants to go. Nine times out of ten, I will go. I mean... I do quite enjoy networking. It's a lovely chance to meet new people. Um, but like I say, it's it's a real team effort when it comes to the networking because we all know if we all build these networks, it's just gonna it's gonna get bigger. Our network's gonna certainly grow.
0: Yeah, and and how would you say that you you use networking, and what kinds of events do you go to?
1: Um, so, like yourself, Liz, we're part of Business Hive, so we go to a lot of their events. Um, and we use the networking to build our professional network. So within our business, we we often need to outsource work. We work with a lot of accountants, a lot of estate agents, a lot of surveyors, you name it. Anything that is involved in the matrimonial side where we need external experts, um, it's always really good to meet these people in person um, mm. to get a grasp of who they are, how they work. And ultimately, to make sure they're going to give our client the best outcome. So really utilising these network events is great because we meet so many new people rather than restricting ourselves to just one one firm or one person to rely on. Um, we've, we've got a great deal of network that we can give our clients a choice, really. Yes,
0: yeah. And, and how do you find networking? Do you find it easy? Do you find it hard to break into conversations what what's you what's it like for you
1: I and mean, I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and say I find it easy I, I'm not I'm not amazing at networking I, but I give it a whirl I give it a try um, it, it's funny really like going back to my fashion degree I remember when we were 19 um, I, and I don't know why they thought this was a great idea at 19 but we spent a whole entire two weeks learning how to network <laughs> I'm not really sure why they thought a bunch of 19 year olds were going to appreciate this <laughs> i mean to be fair at the time i probably didn't but now um but now thinking they probably they meant it out of all greatness of their heart to to help us with this um so that two weeks of training really did end up actually becoming quite invaluable yeah um but I, I do like it and I do really enjoy talking to other people and listening to what they've got to tell me and how maybe we can work together and in more of a personal sense as well it's, it's just lovely talking to people especially after the two years of two and a half years we had of Covid where we didn't really mm. talk to anyone
0: yeah <laughs> absolutely and I think that's really interesting that, that uh, the, the college spent two years teaching you how to network I think maybe that they ought to teach more students how to network effectively <laughs>
1: Oh absolutely. I mean, at 19, like I say, I didn't appreciate it, but I would be I'd be eager to tell any 19-year-old go and do it because you definitely got to need it. <laughs> yeah, and
0: on that note then, why would you encourage other small businesses to get out there and network?
1: I mean, it's proved so invaluable to us. Like when we were starting up the business, we created this we've created this huge network. From starting up, we had to meet with accountants, business advisors, all to our legal excellence advisors, and that's a network we've built. Contacts we still remain in contact with when we need assistance, or we maybe need to outsource that, outsource other work, or refer to people to them. So building, building that network is so invaluable to the business. Knowing that there are people that we know that can assist, it's always really lovely knowing. That there is someone, if we are struggling, that is going to help, and that that was all built through the network we created from talking to these people, from meeting these people. Um, so, anyone who is a small business, I highly recommend to get into any networking events you can find. I mean, the fabulous Business Hive—they are amazing at putting these networking sessions on every month. I mean, I think there's two a month, I believe. Mm. So just get in there, even if you don't initially think you're getting anything out of it, I think eventually it does pay off. And I know I can personally say it's definitely paid off for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So just finally then, Esther, if people want to get in touch with you and find out more about, um, about Rand solicitors, what's the best place for them to find you?
1: I mean, like I say, the internet is amazing. We've got our website, we've got a LinkedIn, we've got our own personal LinkedIn's, so we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, and then even the old-fashioned route, we, we've we've still got a landline. So really, any any way of getting in touch with us, I'm sure if you, you type in Rance is on Google, you'll find us. Same goes for Facebook and Instagram, and like I say, the telephone number. It's um. So we're, we're, we're quite available, I believe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. Well, we'll put a link to your website in the show notes. So thank you very much for joining me, Esther, and uh, the best of luck with your, your degree.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you ever so much for having me, Liz. It's been wonderful. Thanks for
0: listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.